Well, uh, we'll get right into it. So I saw you out there at the Historic Golf Club of Dallas a couple of weeks ago. You look kind of tired, and you're like, man, I just got done with a strategic planning meeting. And I was like, strategic planning? What does that mean? And how can that uh, help me bring the Tuesday game a little bit more uh, organization? And uh, you were so gracious with your time to say that you would come on and talk to us about it. So when you said that you just finished up with your strategic planning for surf and turf, what does that mean exactly? Uh, so that's one thing that uh, my brother and then some other kind of mentors that um, have helped me when I started our business to really focus on. And that was at first annually and then now we do it quarterly. Um, and so it's pretty much dialing in where the business is headed. Um, and it's all really involved around the word alignment. So with your whole team uh, aligning a common vision um, around your values as a brand and as a company um, and a mission, and then putting all the goals, both long-term, uh, mid-term or short-term, however you want to, daily uh, targets or um, you know initiatives, I guess, and uh, your daily practices. And so all of that will build up and it kind of cascades up, up and down, um, all aligned toward the same common goal. Okay, and uh, zooming back out a little bit, how did you learn to do this? Um, really, if you think about it, you kind of do it naturally anyways. Um, and definitely like through golf or sports growing up, um, anytime you're working with a team, you know, well, I usually use it as an example all the time with a golf course, you can't just plan to shoot 68 um, or plan to win a golf tournament. Uh, you really got to win each individual day that leads up to the tournament or each hole uh, that adds up to 18 holes or 72 hole tournament. And within that, you got to win each shot. And then it starts within yourself. Um, so as, as far as the concept of it, I guess we, we kind of all naturally have it in our life toward any goal setting. But then to apply it to a business standpoint, I'd say my brother was a, 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 the first big help with it. And then just some of my mentors um, really keyed me in on where to keep improving it and the importance of getting my team behind it. Okay, so if you're somebody that's got a little side project that's like, okay, I've got something here and I want to take a step in the right direction of, of making money off this thing down the road, what's the first thing that they should do? Probably not make it a goal to make money, be my first one. Um, I would say to naturally make it around the goal to do something else um, and then have it to be the target to make money within that, if that makes sense. Um, and so really focusing in on where you see yourself at the end of it, whether if it's a, a side hustle. So let's say, yeah, it has to do with I want to hit this goal of making an extra $15,000 a year something well then we want to break that up into a quarter or a month etc um and then we got to figure out what was the goal actually to make an extra fifteen thousand dollars a year or is the goal to actually um build this business this passion and then have that passion make fifteen thousand dollars a year because um those are kind of two different things I, I i suppose but if it's to build this passion to do that then you want to break that down um, from a big vision all the way to a smaller one and my advice would be to get as big a vision as you can and then break it down. Um, the smaller that your 
target is, the, the lower your ceiling will be. And you just, you, you really just can only go as high as you think you can go. Okay, so since our initial conversation, I did a little bit of research and watched a YouTube video where a guy breaks down the entire process into about 15 minutes. And one of the things that stuck with me is this pyramid shape with vision at the top, followed by mission, objective, strategy, approach, tactics. And um, I wondered if I could just borrow you, given your experience, how many of these strategic planning meetings have you done at this point now? Um, we, we started doing the quarterly ones uh, six quarters ago, and then we had done two, year, two yearly ones before that. So I guess we've done about eight. And, and your most recent one, are you like, wow, that was way more efficient than the first three? Or Everyone has gotten better for sure. Um, one thing that I learned through the first three or four is you've got to break it down to the action plan and not just the course of action, but the daily steps and daily targets. Uh, if you don't have it all the way broken out of there, you will kind of lose it. And then the, then the main thing is too, is the full alignment. Um, I think my first ones that we had, the team was so excited about it and we were all over the place. We had too many goals, too many things. You gotta break it down to three or four goals or, or objectives is what I like to call them objectives because underneath that you have these things called smart goals. And so that would be like, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. And so then you would break those down. But the key, the key is that when you're achieving one objective, you're also putting towards the next objective. And so if you can find three that all align and then you do daily action steps that you planned out, that's that pyramid you're talking about. The action steps will go here, the action plan, all to the strategy, uh, uh, it goes all the way up to the vision and the mission. Okay, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around alignment. What does that mean to you? Um, so like in a golf standpoint, if, if it's okay to use that, uh, the main thing is if you're not pointed in the right direction, you don't have a chance. Um, you must have everything going in the right direction and things can't be crossed. So everything's gotta be working with each other. Um, and so as far as alignment, that would be that if you're improving one thing, it's naturally improving another. They're not contradicting or they're not one area can't go this way and one area can't go this way. Um, so like there's a, I don't know if it was Heraclitus or whoever it is, some philosopher from a million years ago, but um, they, they have uh, a carriage with horses that are leading the carriage. If the two horses are not going the same way, you have no chance. If they try, one goes left, one goes right, or one moves and one doesn't, then the carriage will fall over. And so um, alignment would be that all the, all the voices in the, in the chorus are singing the same song. And so how do you, as the chariot driver of surf and turf, make sure you, that your horses are going in the same direction? Simplify would probably be my, my number one word. Try to break everything down to the easiest task. And then make sure, ask the question every time with everything that you're doing, does this align with the top level objective, uh, which a, a essentially is your vision and your mission and then your values. And so as long as it's aligning with your values, um, so every company, every organization, every team, every unit, every individual person has values. As long as things are aligning with that, you know, that's a good start. 
as long as things are aligning with the ultimate objective or vision, that's a good start. And then the same thing with the mission. Um, that would be the easiest way, I would say, just to ask yourself, is this all, if I do this, is this, uh, am I practicing what I'm preaching or what I believe in? Okay, so every micro task has to have a check mark next to your vision. So my long-term vision for the Tuesday game is to literally become the thing golfers do on Tuesdays. I see that as like the highest possible thing that like if I can own a day of the week and bring people some restorative leisure one day a week, I'm not talking about going off there and just having a bunch of hedonic leisure. You know, I want to go out there and if you want to have a couple of beers, great, but we're not having 20. But the thing is, is that you come out and you play with your buddies on Tuesdays. You feel better at the end of the day, and that makes you more efficient throughout the rest of the week. So I want to become, with the Tuesday game, the thing that golfers do on Tuesdays. I see different clubs participating across the country. I see this being a massive thing where everybody comes together at the end of the season and plays sort of like a Ryder Cup style deal where representatives from different clubs, different Tuesday game chapters come together for the Tuesday Cup. And so does that seem like an acceptable vision or is would you go even higher than that? I think that, I think that's, I think that's great. Um, I, I think that's a very acceptable vision for sure. And the, the fact that what you did is you made something that can grow any which way, you know, it doesn't just stop at this, you know, certain level. I think what you just said, you didn't limit by the amount of players, the amount of states, whatever. Uh, I think that's a great vision. And really you're just, you've broken it down in a way that aligns. So if you can have your Tuesday game you have right now at Golf Club of Dallas, if you can have that be the example and then get another club and they just replicate what you're doing there and so forth, well, it's a scalable model. Okay, cool. And does the is the vision different than your why? When we talked in person, you're like, everything has to go back to the why. And I'm a little confused on whether vision is why. Yes. Um, so your your mission, your vision, they're, they're, those are going to be above your why. So there's like, you know, three main things is, is, is why you do something. So why do you have the Tuesday game? I don't think it's to be not not one time that I hear in there that you wanted to be a billionaire. You wanted to get a million dollars and make you know, um, you know a million dollars off each Tuesday game or whatever. I didn't hear that. I kind of heard that you wanted to create a community that um, is full of camaraderie and has a purpose behind it. And it's a, a I forget the word you used before leisure, but some sort of leisure Tuesday game that's known right. And that's a group and it's a culture behind it. Um, that would be your why that, that you, your why is to bring people together to have fun with a purposeful game that brings a pretty boring day in most people's schedules i would think on tuesday and it brings some excitement and something to look forward to and something to bring people together and so that would be your why um and then you would have to lead up to how you're going to do that which would be your strategy and different tactics and and what courses or what people you you're going to try to bring in and then your what would be what needs to happen every day in order to get there. But your ultimately your why doesn't change. It's to bring a bunch of people, good good people with the same values and the same, um, I guess, attitude and and uh, um, you know vision uh, to start enjoying their Tuesdays together. 
Okay, cool. So now once you got an acceptable vision, when I came and visited and picked up these beautiful Tuesday hats that you guys did for us, shout out Surf and Turf Golf for the raised embroidery. Not everybody can get that done, folks. They have to do it before they build the hat. And Surf and Turf knows how to create a good look. <laughs> um, so when I came by and picked up these Tuesday hats, I saw like um, those humongous rolls of like almost – like in middle school art class when the the art teacher would like tear off the sheets of paper and you guys have just like scribbled crazy notes all over these like eight foot long pieces of paper is that part of your strategic planning process yeah yeah that's <laughs> i get made fun of i'm all about this like the oversized post-its and stuff yeah like uh yeah i'm all about like brain dumping i'm all about um, visual management and having the whole team being able to see what I'm thinking or what, or what they're thinking and explain to the team. Um, and everybody coming behind those deals, I think it's the easiest way to get things out. You would get too stuck in the digital world. Um, and sometimes when something's in a computer in a file or whatever, when it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And I, I like putting stuff on the wall. Yeah, hundred percent. I just got a, um, dry erase board here and I sat down with it to prepare for this and yeah it's amazing just the physical thing that you're using to put the plan together I was like oh okay I can see why and like all the movies when they're trying to figure something out they're like oh no scrape off, scrape off the whiteboard and put it up there and then you can stand back and go like this and be like "Ooh, okay that ain't quite right but uh, yeah I've never tried it before and uh yeah i got the whole triangle going here might as well run through it with you will you will you coach me up business guy mr successful business guy all right so we're going from the vision has become the thing golfers do on tuesdays sort of for their own good as the intent the mission i've got is enhance people's lives through a community oriented eudynamic leisure experience which is basically the opposite of hedonic where you're going out there just to escape your potential. Eudynamic is like, I want people to become the highest versions of themselves through this fun community environment where there's like real scientific literature out there about the positive mental effects of having these uh, experiences in a group where you're trying to do things that are good for you. Right. I like it. So that's an acceptable mission. Is that too vague or should have shortened up? But you had it. Your first, your first uh, sentence or two there was good. Enhance and people's was, lives through a eudynamic community-oriented leisure experience. Yes. So that that right there shows a mission. So you're going to keep keep having that um, as in everything you do, and then your vision will be that it's the thing that everybody does on Tuesdays, and that's in every club everywhere, right? Um, I think one of the visions for, I believe it was the Mac or, or Apple, was we're going to have one of these in every household and, and you know in the world. Um, I think that was one of their their missions and visions. And maybe that was Microsoft. I can't remember, but pretty sure that was it. Um, okay, down to strategy. Broadcast the games in a compelling way to encourage other gamers slash clubs to join in as we build the infrastructure. Okay, that works. So you're on a broad level right now. So you're you're at the very top, and you'll break that down, and then um, you're we'll keep going towards this. So you got to then start building it out. From uh, I like to use the four perspectives. So from, from this triangle, right, 
Four perspectives. Four perspectives. So you'd have a financial perspective, a customer perspective, an internal perspective, and then like a leadership or a uh, company perspective or a, um, I guess, development perspective. That's kind of like your team and how you overall grow growth and self-development um, a lot of times. So that would be the one that you would have on there. And then, so the internal would be like how you operate and your efficiency, things like that. Um, your customer perspective. So be from the customer's point of view, uh, are they satisfied? So are your players satisfied? What do they have, et cetera? And then a financial perspective would be obviously, is it, is it something you can continue to grow and market um, and advertise and keep bringing value to to your customers et cetera they all tie together right as long as those four perspectives are aligning uh if you're looking through it then you've kind of done your job on the strategic side okay i'm gonna go back and listen to this again and and it's kind of tough to explain in 10 minutes but no that's fine i thought it was going to be a fun challenge i thought it would just be something to get people thinking about hey maybe that's something i should do with my dog walking business um okay then it says underneath like every triangle i find online is different but i think they're all sort of getting at the same thing so for mine under strategy is approach and that's basically the methodology for executing the long-term plan which is uh we've already described uh so my approach is build the team improve the game weekly communicate clearly find gamers who understand our vision via instagram uh, like micro marketing and basically okay. when people show up to play, they kind of already get it. Like they, they know there's kind of a shtick to it and that it's, it's golf, but it's not super serious golf. So that counts. All this is going to be your how, right? So this is how you're going to do it. And then, so it, 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 there's another strategy, but you don't want to have more than two or three ways. And then now your next stage is going to be, what are you going to do? That's so tactics. Yep. And so you're going to break it down to even further into an action step and you'll, you'll say, okay, what am I going to do to do that? So in order to grow that, well, you're going to, I would think one objective is going to be your goal uh, to host a Tuesday golf game every Tuesday. That's probably a pretty key one. Um, and then a, a, another one might be, okay, as far as with your social media, you're going to have podcasts like this and you're going to have um, an Instagram post and live feeds every day and that, or, or every Tuesday game, or maybe to lead up to it and then to recap it, you already do that, right? Um, that would be one of the things that you're going to have to do. And then, so you kind of know to hit your goals. Okay. For the next Tuesday season, did I do, um, X, Y, and Z? Did I do a lead up to every Tuesday? Did I do a live feed from the Tuesday game every, every week? And then I did, did I do a recap, something like that. If you did those three every Tuesday and you continually improved it every week throughout the season, and let's call it season a quarter, um, and you did that, this, and then you grew the players by, let's say, I don't know how many players did you have last season? Uh, I think we had somewhere around 100 unique players. Um, yeah. I don't know the total number of rounds. It was somewhere around like 7,000 in revenue. Wow. Okay. So you're going to, you need to take that and then apply, I would say a realistic improvement goal on that. 
that I want to increase by X amount of players per week, X amount of players total. Um, and so from there, you're going to just break it down on where you want to focus in on. Um, like, like lifetime value per player would be how many players showed up every week, right? So those are the highest lifetime values. You need more of those. Um, and so, or how many players did you have show up in total? Just at least get out there once, right? They, they just got their, their foot wet. And so that's just acquiring them just at a base level. You might have a goal there. And then the, the next one might be to retain them. So how many return players did you have from last year to this year? What's the goal? And then you're going to go put together little sub strategies, little sub tactics that you're going to do each day, whether it's email marketing or social media or just a friendly text message to each one. Um, that's going to make sure that you at least get all those back plus improve and then um, get more players to come on top of that. Maybe like a referral thing. Maybe every player that comes gets half off their golf cart for their first week if they can bring a friend. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I'm super excited to go back and listen to this and, and put the rubber on the road. And we're coming up against 30 minutes here with Taylor Artman of Surf and Turf Golf. Uh, what's uh, what's going on with y'all? What's uh, new and exciting around the bend? Um, well, so we got our Conference USA partnership coming up this year. Uh, we did it last year as well. And the Texas Legends, both those we're pretty proud of because they branch out of the golf-specific uh, industry. Um, we've got some new product designs coming up. And then, obviously, for all of our holiday launches and then into, into the spring, starting to bounce back from the supply chain problems that are going on with the world. I don't know if you've seen in the news with all the ports and everything, that's kind of a, a nightmare, but um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. We got some big things coming. Um, our team's getting stronger and stronger and uh, we're, we're excited. Okay, cool. And where can people learn more about Surf and Turf and uh, support what you're doing? Surfandturfgolf.com, where you can find us at Surf and Turf Club on Instagram. And, um, yeah, join our email marketing, um, join, follow us on social. We've got a new website in the works. should be out in three to four weeks. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the best place to, to find us. Awesome. And if you could give yourself one piece of advice, knowing what you know now, uh, first day surf and turf, Taylor, what would you tell him? Um, just slow down, uh, and so I have a, a motto that I didn't pick up till about halfway through starting the business and everybody at the office knows it, but I call it pulling the toy car back. Um, you remember the little cars that we had as kids? And so you would pull it back and like rev its wheels and it would kind of like grip. 100%. So, um, if you would just take the car and actually pull it backwards and then point it where you wanted to go and then let go, it would just fly versus just like driving the car or whatever. Um, so if you would just take a step back at where you want to take this car and like pull the toy car back and then let it launch and go, uh, it goes a lot further than just trying to drive it by hand the whole way. Beautiful. Absolutely love it. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. I know you're a busy man. I appreciate your time. I don't think we're going to have time for calls tonight, but, uh, Go check out Surf and Turf. Um, can you? What's the What's the elevator pitch again? I don't want to have to do it for you. What uh, What are you guys building over there? Uh, we're creating a community that inspires others.
And it started in Cali. It's a it's primarily a golf apparel brand. Yeah, we're a social club and then a uh, lifestyle apparel brand that's started through golf. Uh, we, and then we're going to expand into other sports, but mainly just the lifestyle. It's a lot like the Tuesday game. Yeah, it's uh, and like Hulu. It's not just for live sports. And one of the things is that with your strategic planning, it helps to have strategic partners. So I think that's why we get along so well. I think the universe put our paths in orbit for a reason out there in those Colorado golf tournaments. <laughs> Led to a Ollie Plays Golf hat, thanks to Taylor's expertise. And we've been kind of bouncing project ideas off one another for the last few years. So appreciate your time. Love you, buddy. Thanks for the advice. And uh, best of luck to you and Eric and the rest of the team. Yes, sir. Thanks, Clay. You got it. Oh, are you guys uh, hiring? Is that still? Is there still positions available? Yeah, we're going to be hiring. Uh, I'll probably look to hire around the holidays, uh, but we're looking into it now. For what positions? There's a few. Um, so it kind of depends. We're still a small team, so we are all ears. But there's there's a few different areas that we, where we could use help. Okay, stay tuned. We're going to learn more about that later. Thank you so much for your time, Taylor. We'll see you next time here from the 1L Studios in friendly Bedford, Texas. Anything else for the good of the cause before we sign off? Hit them straight.